everybody that's tuning in, whether you're listening to us on iTunes or you tuning in on YouTube. Uh, this is a, a, a father-son podcast uh, titled Listen Son, uh, start, uh, started and uh, upstarted by two, two fathers and two sons, uh, deeply connected and uh, growing up with each other, uh, definitely friends and, and mentors alike. So um, I'm Michael Bond Jr., um, son of Michael Sr., who, who can introduce himself. Yeah, my name is Michael Bond Sr., which he just said. He, that's, he's my son, Michael Bond Jr. Okay. And then we got, we got the, the uh, I call him Uncle Rick, but Uncle Rick, you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Eric McKinley, father of uh, Diamante McKinley. Uh, it's a pleasure to be uh, on, on this uh, program with these gentlemen, and I'm pretty sure it's, this launch is going to launch us up to something very, very special. Yeah, and I'm Diamante McKinley, Father Eric McKinley, and hey, we're excited. We we got something good going on here. Nice, nice man. Yeah, we we feel like we can reach a lot of people with this podcast, and um, it's just a lot of stuff that we can talk about as father son, um, just relationships and things like that. So I do want to start it off with with either my dad or uh, Uncle Rick just talking about um, for them what it meant to be a father, um, you know, and, and then furthermore. But figuring out they had sons coming coming along the way after having a couple girls first and first off, uh, first off, um, you know, for the first go around. So any one of you guys, gentlemen, can take that assist. Hey, uh, first and foremost, you know, I like to thank God for all of us getting together, for Him to reach down and touch us to um, to come up with this. And it was uh, Michael Bond Jr. Who, 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 who launched this thing. So him and Money got together and put their minds together. And 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 it made it very special, you know. Anything like that, I gravitate to it, uh, you know, real, real, real fast because I know um, after this first one, as we go along, it's going to get better and better. But anyway, moving right along, um, hey, what it means to be a dad, and especially to have a son. I have two sons, but uh, you know, my other son, uh, that was my firstborn, uh, Eric. He wasn't a sports guy, but we're still close. But you uh, know. Uh, my daughters, all due respect to them, and we're not doing a program them. Maybe the mothers will, but you know, I, I like to move right along and say that uh, having a sports son, it, it, it adds a, a special connection. Nothing different as far as love, but the way that uh, you connect. Because I was a athlete myself, basketball, football, and um, I love watching sports and you know just attending to his games and you know, following along, you know, just, just the whole nine, especially dads that's watching, they know what it is. We're not telling them anything they don't know. We're just showing you that this is something that you can do to express yourself and let people know how much it means to you along the years and not let it go past. And, 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 and people will say, oh man, I wish I could have told you. I wish I could have said, you know, the words, I love you. And although I've said that, but, you know, being in this, uh, situation far as us in, in, in today's time with us doing this podcast uh, and we're doing it uh, with social media and, and social distancing um you know we talked about it already um it came up because money and uh mike they, they you know um they started sports at a young age and we pushed them hard and uh we got some water out of it. we got some juice out of it because what happened is uh look before me i got two trophies that uh it, it, it's just a, a drop in a bucket of the conferences were made by uh my son and and mike bond jr also 
And uh, we've seen them, and it, 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 as we brought them up with basketball together, even t-ball, Michigan baseball, and just to see what sports that they would uh, gravitate to. Um, they picked it, we let them pick it on their own. We had our favorites. I had my favorites, there's no doubt. I wanted to be basketball all, but I put him in football, baseball, and basketball, see where it landed. And, and he, it landed where he was best at, and I thought that was basketball. He had a lot of uh, accomplishments. Uh, you know, at AAU level, at uh, high school, junior high school, just different leagues, and just known around the city, and and and, and that made me proud, you know. And um, you know, I just to be a dad, you know, it 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 is it's, it's, it's awesome because it's not just the son, it's it's the daughters too. But you know, this right here where we're launching is it's just it's like uh, going to school again and doing a lot of homework on on, on what you need to know again because it reminisces on some good ideals so i'm gonna pass it on to my son because i know with, with time limited um i like to hear what he has to say a lot about what i just said and, and the hard connection how he grew up and it, it's, it's a ton of things but we only limited so much time so son i'm gonna pass it on to you uh, so yeah i mean like basically like you said, uh with a lot of accomplishments, a lot of a lot of push. Uh, um I, I liked everything that you put me through with through starting with T ball to flag football to the little dribbles of pal and everything like that helped me like not only just become like uh an athlete or anybody it helped me become like a, a man. Uh, grow, growing up, just everything. Um, you know, you, you you meet so many people just through through those things. Like like well, me and Mike, what we play, uh, what t ball, the little t ball. Um, what was the league called? Like that was our first time. I don't think we knew each other. Uh, back, back <laughs> but we on the set. Yeah, well, we in back so, Yeah, yeah, back yeah. 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 So I mean, thinking about we 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 kind of knew each other during that time and. Then we went to Powell. We that's when we actually knew each other. So I mean, and we still friends to this day. So like meeting each other during that time, um, that's what what y'all put us through. Like y'all still friends through it. Um, like Uncle Mike and my pops, y'all still friends through it. Like y'all, y'all grew. Like me and Mike grew with it. Um, through everything with it, uh, as being like, like you said, as a a father. Like with me being a father now, like I take on the role of like, all right, everything that you done done, like I'd be like, all right, I want to put my son through it and still get that, that more, you know, um, just because it's another era now. So it's still, still a lot of, a lot of stuff to, to take on for me um, and to pass along to him. Uh, so that's really like I got out of it for right now. Uh, it's more that I know I'm gonna add on as we uh, continue to to go through our conversations. Um, so I pass to you, Uncle Mike. I know you got some stuff you want to add on, and because y'all y'all got a lot of experience, y'all know y'all know a lot. So I mean, we still I'm still learning myself. So <laughs> right, right. Well, I thank you for that. Uh, first, like uh, your dad say, I want to thank God. First and foremost, uh, yes, I had a daughter first, but this was, I, I want to talk about the personal side of it before I talk about the sports side of it. Um, it was personal with me because my dad wasn't in my life. I was in the sports and just going out there playing 
without a mom as well, trying to figure this thing out and not, you know, having support here and there. I didn't have a lot of support. So I, I always told God if he, he, he grant me the opportunity not just to have kids, but have a son, I would give it my all and show how this thing is supposed to be done. And actually handing the ball to my son uh, at a very young age, he gravitated to it. You know, I didn't have to force it on him. He lit up. Uh, it's just like I gave him a piece of candy. Uh, and he just, it was all sports with him. You know, first it was, I had him a basketball. I tried to send him that way. And uh, he, he played baseball. He played football. He would be in the yard just playing with me or by himself. Uh, it would be sometime he would have three jerseys on throughout the day. Uh, it would be a basketball jersey. Then they say, you know, he got a football jersey on. Then he got a baseball jersey. In the course of the day, this is what my son would do. And that showed me right there that he was interested in it. And I, 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 I was honest that as long as he was interested, all, the only thing I asked him to do is keep his grades up and I would support anything that he do because I not only wanted him to be athletic, I wanted him to be academically sound and, and in the society, I know that's what you need. And when he was born, going back a little bit, when he was born, it was a, it was a joy, it was a joy. And, and, and that made our relationship that much closer because not only the teaching to be a man, but also we, we were sports connected, you know, watching games together, uh, uh, going to the practices and just every day throwing them the ball or teaching them some kind of fundamental drills. And one time I can recall having my friend over at the house to watch the game. And this how we knew how serious he was about the game. Uh, it was a play on TV. I can't recall who was playing, but he said, did you see that? And one of my friends spoke real quick. Yeah, I, I seen that. And he said, well, what kind of defense was they in when you seen that? And, and my buddy couldn't even really, he's like, Jay, you getting, you getting a little too technical, man. You know, so I knew then. Uh, he was on his way to some serious, and uh, it's, it it has been fun. I have been in the, every stadium there has been, except uh, NFL. As far as watching him, uh, Pee Wee, what is it, juniors, youth, college, well, high school, junior high, high school, and college, and that has been great to me. Uh, I'm I'm so thrilled to experience, meet people, you meet so many different people of course of the way. And and, and and just meeting all over the world and traveling to uh Florida and different places, A playing AU and him and money and then him and money met each other uh in Pee Wee Pal I mean uh baseball and they've been friends uh, uh, ever since then, and, and and Rick has been like a brother to me, and we supported each other, each of the kids the same way, and and and, and it's been a great ride.
and uh, I'm thankful. I'm winding down. I'm thankful for this opportunity. I'm glad that uh, MJ, you 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 thought of this, and money is willing to go along with this. This is this is really great. So I'm gonna pass it on to my son now. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Right. Yeah, that, that, that was great, man. I think uh, you know, uh, Uncle Rick, money, and my dad hit on a lot of good stuff, and I don't think that uh, it's no accident that we're doing this during the time of uh, 2020 for a couple of reasons. It's, it's known as the 2020 vision. Um, and I think God definitely had a vision for all four of us. He's been having a vision for us along the way for so many years. And uh, been able to, you know, still remain close and uh, express how, how much uh, we've influenced each other. And we've been tight uh, despite social distancing and been away from each other right now. Uh, it's just a true testament, you know, of, of uh, the brotherhood and the, and the family atmosphere uh, that we have. Um, and, um, I think that they touched on a lot of different things. I'm not in the position that money is in yet to understand, <laughs> to understand the joy uh, of having uh, your, your own mini me following you around and, and to understand how you probably was with, to your dad and things like that. And, you know, trying to get that advice late at night and things like that. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to get there um, and, and, and have that three generations alive at, at once is, is a beautiful thing. Um, so, you know, we really just come with a lot of, a lot of inspiration and a lot of joy in doing this um, together. You know, this is this is definitely a, a pick and roll type thing here with all four of us, man. We we definitely got each other backs and things like that. So as you as you heard from everybody, uh, it started off young and it never wavered as we got older. So uh, we hope you enjoy that aspect of things. I want to kind of touch and, and, and lead the conversation. Uh, this is more for you know uh, my dad and Uncle Rick. Um, you know, as, as money and I study, you know, just different sports documentaries and different parts and times of the of the world, uh, we understand that the 60s, 60s was civil rights, 70s was a lot of drugs, and 80s, 90s was police brutality and separating of the families with incarceration and things like that. How important was it to you gentlemen? Uh, my dad, like he said, he didn't have his parents around, so it was important to him in that aspect, but how important was it from the things you guys saw and the upbringing you had to just make sure you set the foundation for your families. Well, for me, uh, for me, uh, you know, I had grandparents that were elderly at the time when my sister and I, when they raised us, um, when I lost my mom, we lost our mom. And um, with there not being a dad, they taught us a lot, man, uh, about, uh, racism, uh, drugs, and they, that's one thing they instilled in us, uh, God first and foremost, and how, and I think they took on the responsibility because now they, this responsibility has been put on them, so they didn't, they wanted to make sure that we did not get lost in the shuffle, and so they drilled that into us. Uh, like I said, uh, how they grew up in Tennessee, dealing with the racism and how bad it was at Lynch's, uh, how bad, like you said, the drugs was. Uh, uh, we actually knew people who got strung out. So with them constantly preaching and teaching that and me not really having parents, I knew how important that was. So with that being instilled in me, I, 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 that's why I talk to you a lot about it. Uh, and, and I thank God that you uh, listened and you didn't go that route. Um, but it, 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 it was tough. 
it was tough. And I, that's another thing I wanted to make sure that you, it was, the opportunity is going to be there, it's, but you got to make the decision. And I'm pretty sure you guys have been there that I'm not going to go that route. And, you know, and I think more so for me, it was uh, because my grandparents were elderly and they, we didn't get a chance to go to foster care, uh, foster homes and get shuffled around by different families. I felt that I owed that to them. So my thing was trying to be less problematic as I could to them and because it could have been worse. So when opportunities came my way, and I'm not saying they didn't, I was just, with God's will, I was strong enough to just uh, uh, say no. So that's why I always talk to you about that. And, and, and if you, as long as you say no, that it, it'll take you a long way in the world. But yeah, those things, all of that, it has been a problem in our society for years. And that's what's happening now with a lot of this pandemic going on because there's underlying health issues due to those kind of situations. Once again, I know we're on a time limit. I'll pass it to my brother, Rick. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. And uh, pretty much uh, my father wasn't in my life. I mean, from zero to now. Um, God bless his heart. He passed on when I was 30-some years old. But uh, my mother was a strong black woman. And as far as raising a son, um, I know she had her work cut out for her. I was in Hillside Projects. Um, I had a lot of strong, older guys to look up to. And that I can go down the list, uh, you know, as uh, Tom Lee Woods, uh, uh, Milton Jackson, uh, Reedy Jackson, uh, Charles Meeks. It was a lot of strong, older uh, guys that taught me a lot how to be a man, and I followed their footsteps. I had no dad to look up like that. My mother was a single parent. But anyway, moving on with that, um, I knew that by being her only son, I had two sisters, one older, one younger, that they, I, I had some friends that were the only sons uh, in their family, and they went left, and their mothers without their son. So I knew I wasn't going to disappoint her as far as school and, 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 and all that. So as I progressed and learned about the drugs and racism and things, right away, I knew I was just that kid that wasn't going that way. Don't get me wrong, they were exposed to me. And I was around them and, and people that was doing it. But I had to learn firsthand to say, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be here. Or I might be a dad one day and I don't want my son or no daughters going through that, especially my sons, because it's hard enough for us, you know, a black man raised up in America these days, you have to be on point. You might not like it, but you gotta be on point on, on how you're gonna make it through the system. And I've seen a lot of us make it, and I've seen a lot of us not. And uh, my thing is, I was so blessed to, to, to come up with my own platform for my sons. Uh, uh, Eric Jones was not present with us now. I mean, he's here, he's alive, but he's living in a different state. But my son, uh, Money, I had first, I, I had hands on him the way that I like. So, and, and I molded him the way that, he, that I, I like to see him come up and he didn't disappoint me at all. You know, nobody's perfect. You might do things and, and dads might scold you about it. But for the most part, if I weighed the difference, say the good outweighed the bad, <clears throat> the blessings outweighed the, 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 
the, the bad things. So I'm so blessed that he, you know, as a young man, and it's still young yet, is going the right way, right path in life. And he's, he's, he's experienced to being a, a dad. So it's, it's kind of, it's going to be some bumps in the road, but I think he can make it. But far as like, you know, just coming up and dealing with this world the way it is today, racism, police brutality, you know, I, I, I knew I know a way through it. And, and I survived it. I'm retired into it. I'm, I'm 64 years old, retired. And now I'm looking at the blessings of a grandson and great grandkids, but a, a, a son and a grandson to, to stand there and watch him come up and, and asking God to let him see his many or more years than I will see what I've seen. And I might not be rich in money, but I got a rich blessing in life. And I'm truly humbled to that. Um, I would trade my life, you know, for what I've seen. You know, like I said, people have a lot of money, but I got a lot of love from my family, from my sons, daughters, wife, and so on. And, and, and it helped, that helped me boost the, the support when I fundraised for him for all the years, you know. So Mike, um, I can go on and on. I, I don't want to rattle too far my, my passing on to my son. But man, thank you for being a true friend. And, 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 and our sons, God did that. And, and, and we, we, we're doing something that I think is going to be big and major. We're, this is the beginning state. But man, thank you for being who you are to me in my life. I appreciate you too, brother. I'm going to pass that on to Money. No problem. So, so Money, my question, as, as we heard, you know, for the most first part, of this uh you know episode is from our dads and their background and you know the times that they lived through some of the stuff we never had to go through we just read the right. history, history <laughs> books but you know it, it made them who they are but my question would be you know for, for i would like you to answer it first and i would piggyback off of it you know we see a lot now with you know kobe and you know how he passed away and how much of a good father he was for Gigi and the rest of the the daughters um that he right. that he had and, and no disrespect to to the, the other the other uh woman uh, that Kobe, uh, you know, the other la young ladies, um, but I just know Gigi was the focal point of sports and, and you know, they, they bonded a lot um, just about the game. Um, but also, you know, you look at, we watching the last dance that came on yesterday and, you know, pretty sure Jordan and his dad, you know, as, you, as we can see, Jordan's dad took over the interview when they was trying to get at him about the gambling situation. So uh, to sum it up, when did you kind of look at your dad as like a hero or, or, or where did that dynamic kind of shift that you knew like, hey, my dad is pretty cool, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I feel like it was always, he's always my hero just because he always been there. I mean, you always, you, when you're a kid, boy, whatever, you always going to look at your pops as a hero. He, he the one that's, that put everything there for you as the ball, uh, anything. Uh, so it basically, to me, I feel like it was always since day one. Like, I mean, from me sitting down on the couch, just watching sports, movies, anything, he's that hero, like. I don't care if he went to, to work, he is my hero. So um, that was that was always the thing. I don't think it was just like, oh, like, oh, now he's my hero or anything. It's just, just natural. So um, it's always, it's always looked up to my dad. I always, always loved him, still love him to this day. So uh, it's definitely, definitely something like, you know, I, I want that, that lifestyle with my dad. I would also want it more, you know, because, we we in a different area like we said so um it just he put everything in there for me it was just for me to to, to keep a seat and having that success so um so that's where i'm at with that so yeah i can echo a lot of the things you said too 
um, for me, it's I could tell, you know, with me and my dad was close just from some of the home videos and some of the things I've seen. Mm-hmm. I always was in his arms and things like that. And some of the stories he shared when he hanging out with the guys and stuff like that. Um, but for me, like you said, I always looked at my dad as my hero. I always looked at him as my guy. But it was it was one point where I had a moment where I, like I was like, I don't want to disappoint this guy. You know, and that was a turning point right, for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, you know, my parents had slid up, split up for a little bit and my dad had got us back and we were living on forty first at the time, forty first uh, off Capitol. And uh, you know, we we just had got back and, you know, living with him and things like that and, and to the point where it was like full like joint custody. And uh, I thought he was showing favoritism to my sister Maya. Uh, shout out, shout out, shout out to the to the sisters. But I thought he was showing favoritism to Maya because he gave her some candy, you know. And uh, he, like he said, he was always academics first, so he he wanted to make sure I did my schoolwork first before he re- rewarded me with the candy that he did get. But Maya came in bragging, so I'm like, oh, he he already got favorites and things like that. Um, so so um, on the paper I was doing my homework on. I wrote, I, I hat my dad, which was supposed to mean I hate my dad. Um, but I, I wrote hat, you know, and, and things like that. And, uh, you know, he, he told me, he said, look, dude, I was going to give you the candy, but what you just wrote on that piece of paper hurt me. You know, that, I'm disappointed. Right. And, you know, like I said, we just had got back, you know, living with him and, and, and things like that. And I, I knew we was always close. I knew he was always for us, but I didn't have that, that interaction with him like I fully was getting it now. And I'm like... You know what? What is this? I feel like. Why do I feel like I just kind of hurt that man, or I'm letting that man right there down? You know what right. I mean. And, and from that point on, I was like, Nah, I can't. I can't do nothing wrong to this guy. You know, like that's my dude. You know what I'm saying? And, and things like that. So right. um, that was the turning point for me. And, and ever since then, man, I just always made sure that I always went 100, 110 percent for my dad and things like that. You know, you you always had that lesson that kind of put things in perspective for you. Of, of you know who your dad is and and, and the kind of man he yeah. is. even in that he still gave me the candy you know what I mean even though I kind of <laughs> he still gave me candy so that was pretty cool but yeah it's 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 good to have dads in your life man and, and we seeing that from some of the stuff we seeing in the sports world now I'm pretty sure a lot of us can agree on that before uh yeah, before I prompt the next question I want to take some time out just to kind of have a little light little light debate of course all father sons they they have a debate all the time. You know what I'm saying? That's what make the relationship pretty good. And uh, I seen something on Twitter today and it said, uh, who would win the Golden State Warriors with, you know, Clay, uh, uh, Curry, uh, Draymond, uh, Zaza, and uh, Kevin Durant, who will win in, in, in a series between the Bulls that we see now in the Last Dance documentary. Uh, I believe they had Ron Harper, Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and uh, Luke Longley, I think was the center. So whoever want to go first on that debate, uh, who, who will win that series, the Golden State Warriors or the Chicago Bulls? I jumped right in on that one. <laughs> you know, I'm going with old school because we was rough and tough. You know, I mean, the game today is respected, and I, and I, and I love it now. It's high-flying, fast running, and stuff like that. But I think they, 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 they look back on some fundamentals of, of, of what the game is about. Uh, about more show off, but you know it's all entertainment. But me myself, hey, I take I take the Bulls. You got the votes of Bulls for me. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, sorry, money. You can go ahead if you you want to go ahead. I oh, know you go ahead. I was just agreeing a little bit. Uh, you, you go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I have to agree with Rick. Uh, 
you know, uh, the, as as you looking at the last dance, you can see how physical the game was, you know. And and, and like I said, I respect the game now too as well, but uh, it was much physical then. And, 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 and the Bulls, man, they played straight-up defense. All of them could play D. Every single one of them. Not just offensively. Defensively, they were sound. And uh, you put Ron Hopper up, up top along with Mike. Hey, they were long, man. Them dudes were 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, you got Scotty and Rodman. Oh, man. You know, so my vote is the Bulls. I like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm a Stephen Curry fan and go to state. You know, I like what they're doing, but Chicago for me. I knew that was going to probably be a little tougher for you because you, you like both <laughs> of those teams. So. <laughs> yeah, I was seeing which way you was going to go with that. Go ahead, Money. <laughs> Um, so I, I'm a, I'm a, I don't really care too much about the Warriors. I'm going to say I'm going to go with the Bulls. Um, only reason just because one, two people, I'm going to say, uh, Jordan and just Rodman and, um, Rodman just because he a workhorse. Uh, don't nobody want to go, go good against nobody like that. Like who diving on the flow, who, who boxing out like that. Like that's, that's tough, uh, for teams like now, um, the only thing I can see about the Warriors that they can have, they just – they got the offense. I mean, you got Steph shooting 50. Um, you got Durant shooting 50. I mean, you got Clay as a defender. But, like, it's it's just a little bit too much for, for them, i say. So, I'm going to just go with the Bulls. They, yeah. They're just going to be the little tougher team at the end. Uh, and Jordan just going to dominate the game. I don't see nobody really play. Play ain't going to stop them or Draymond unless they just right. going to – Detroit pissing them or something. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't see it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a couple things that a lot of people use to justify. Of course, in any debate, people gonna use whatever they got to to justify their argument. And a lot of people are justifying that that three point line is a lot shorter back in in, in the Bulls yeah. area. So the Warriors would have tore that up um, and things like that. Um, and and if if Carl Malone was already giving Dennis Rodman twenty five points per game, Kevin Durant would have gave them 30 or 40. So, you know, a lot of people are using things like that to to, uh, to help their argument. But this is what I would say just by seeing, and I know Uncle Rick and my dad, they 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 lived through this. So just seeing how, you know, Jordan said yesterday he had a competitive problem. So seeing how he took everything personal and, you know, you wasn't going to be him in quarters against the wall. You know, you wasn't going to be him in golf. You wasn't going to be him and nothing you know he took it everything personal the Clyde Drexler debates they tried to compare him to Clyde and he told Magic look I'm gonna light him up for that reason alone and, and how he got you know Scotty and Rodman and, and all those other guys to buy in I would go with the Bulls as well and I'm surprised that me and Money went that way because you know a lot of people in our generation are going with the Warriors but right. um, I, just, I just think what, what I'm seeing and, and the mentality you know the game is mental I think the Bulls they got the edge on that mental on that mental piece not to not to knock the, what the Warriors are doing, but, you know. Go ahead, money. I was going add this. Uh, I mean, you you ain't gonna be at a high step on defense on this one. Um, right. He he gonna have to guard, and you can't you can't hide him on this one. So right, it's either you gotta pick your poison. Who you gonna guard? <laughs> right. Hey, okay. he posting up. He got he foul trouble some. <laughs> 
So, so, so if, Curry, if Curry ever see this podcast, money, you, you know he's going to come at you a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Go he on. Play, he could play me, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's good. So uh, let, let's kind of talk about, you know, uh, you know, where we at right now, just general thoughts as we kind of wrap up this first episode. We got about 10 minutes left. You know, what's some general thoughts that, you know, uh, each of you have gathered just by, you know, the only thing we've really been able to talk sports-wise uh, has been, you know, the, the NFL playoffs, and then we had the regular season going into the playoffs, and, of course, guys said world stops. So uh, we, we, we already know how the football season went, uh, but, you know, what's, let's let's talk basketball because this is where we should be at. We should be talking playoffs anyway. So what's your general thoughts about the the, the last dance and, you know, my dad tells me all the time, we, we, we do talk after each episode. He say a lot of this is refresher, a lot of this is refresher. So uh, not much is going to catch him off guard. But, you know, if it, if it is something that really has st- stood out, um, I would like to see what each guy uh, talks about. Um, for me, I can say, because I haven't really too much gotten into the, the last dance too much. Uh, but basketball-wise, I can say, uh, since it, it is playoff time, um, Either either Brown's gonna have a a great great rest of the season, is gonna win the championship, or or Giannis is gonna show that like, hey, this is this is my year MVP. I'm coming back, might have another MVP, and I can take the Bucks to to win another championship and get into that that real next level. Um, and I think I'll get that super max contract, um, and that's what I think Kobe pushed him to to do a little bit. Um, was to be like, hey, show that you can really do that. Um, but I actually think it would been it would end up being the Bucks and Lakers. Uh, I would like like to see the Lakers. I'm not the Lakers, but the Bucks win it. But I mean, I think the Lakers would end up getting it at the end, just because you can't right now. LeBron was on a whole other level with Anthony Davis, so it would have just been just a little bit too much for the Bucks unless they get a two a two guard who actually is going to put up some numbers to help. So. Okay. Hey, I see Money got his coaching hat on a lot tonight, fellas. We, we might have to make that move happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let's 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 follow Money lead. Uh, you know, talk about the last dance and then give your prediction on who you thought would have would have eventually took it had you know things been going on right now for us. So, you know, my dad or Uncle Rick, you guys can go. I'm gonna go last. I, I'll save it for last. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I, I think that uh, the last dance for you younger uh, guys, man, you younger, uh, my nephew and my son. Mike was a competitor, man. Like you said last night, he was a competitor. He just knew how to get everybody motivated. And he also knew how, I mean, you know, if you you could see with the Drexler, anything that he could get to lift him up, he was going to do that, man. He just, that drove him, man. And that's why he had six championships. And I mean, he, 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 he just needed anything to put that fire on him. And he was gonna, hey, he was gonna go out there and and do what he had to do. Uh, that's why I was a Bulls fan during that time, and uh, and and it shows, man. We we all are imperfect. Uh, and as I told you last night, son, no matter how much you ele- elevate, someone is gonna try to find something to destroy you. You know what I mean? They did it with God, and they would do it to you. But on the basketball court, 
He knew it. Everybody else knew it. There's nothing you could do to, to stop him. So that's why they had to go and do the shenanigans off the court. And, and, and the man couldn't even go and spend time with his family at the casino because they linked that to some other stuff. So it just goes to show you how people can be. But yeah, Mike was the man in that era. And, uh, and, 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 and as far as this year, uh, quite naturally, I'm a Bucks fan. And uh, I, I'm going to go a different direction. I'm going to go with, uh, uh, I know everybody, Brian, 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 but I, I, I'm a Leonard fan, man. I just think that they was, they was going to jail at the right time. They had picked up the right pieces. And uh, I really believe that it would have been the Clippers and the Bucks, and, and showing how close we were last year. And the, the disappointment, I, I, I think Giannis and the Bucks would have overcame that this year. So I'm gonna pass it to you, Rick. Yeah, you pretty much summed it up. Uh, I, I like how you threw that hook in there um, um, because everybody's just basically saying that uh, LeBron was gonna gonna take the West. But to me, um, like I said, going back to thinking how competitive, how uh, Jordan pushed all that out there and, and look at the player that really pushed hard like he pushed hard and uh, all due respect to um, uh, LeBron James uh, Kawhi Leonard is that dude he is I agree with you and I thought it would uh, with, with just the Lakers just having um, just two guys I don't think they had enough to, to push the uh, Clippers out not not as time went on it would have been a great series, but I asked I would have gave it to Kawhi and it would have been the Bucks and 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 and, and the Clippers. And I see the Bucks edging them out because I think they could handle them better, you know, in that way. But you know, to look at this whole thing, the scenario, I, I, I love giving this viewpoint of everything, but man, why couldn't it just happen? But, right. you know, right. uh, unfortunately, uh, 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 Giannis had that knee injury, and that kind of worried me a little bit. And I think this is God's blessing that this thing happened so his, he could completely heal 100%. But once they would have put him on that floor, he would have went all and out. Who knows, could his legs withstand all that pressure and that running? And, you know, they wouldn't have been wrestling. But I still, with my heart, would have been with the Bucks. You know, other than that, hey, you pretty much summed it up, Mike. I, I think the bus could have pulled it off, especially if Giannis Lee would have stayed healthy. Right. Good, good. Yeah, for me, the, the last dance is definitely uh, is bringing out some fun, some some funny stuff, you know, some funny stories and, and the, the laughter and the, the fun side that a lot of coaches and uh, you you uh, you fathers tell, told me and Monday a lot of times have fun with the game. And you seeing that a lot with, uh, you know, Jordan, he definitely had fun laughing and, and things like that. I think until this last episode when he was just drained with all the media stuff, it was the most like you didn't see him having fun. But for the most part, he was definitely having fun doing what he was doing. And, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of Magic Johnson, like he's having fun. And, you know, everybody, you know, back in that time, it was like it was definitely a fun time to be around sports, but it was also a lot of competitiveness around the game. And coming from a coach's perspective, I love all the lessons that you can give a team, you know, from – you know, hey, we got to get bigger, stronger to, to handle the, the the bad boys to, you know, I got to, even though I'm the best player in the world, I still got to rely on a John Paxton a couple times to 
hit some game winning shots and things like that, or hey, I got to take uh, Dennis Rodman and motivate him to, to play up to his potential. It's just so many lessons that you can use to uh, get the team to buy into everybody matters. Um, and, and you guys have been telling us that since day one. You know, we got to make sure we do our part to help the team. So you know, I love that aspect about the last dance. And I, I'm not looking forward to this next episode. Like I told my dad, I, I know what comes next, a month, a month and uh, three days after that third championship. So uh, I would be devastated if, if, if that was, uh, you know, if I was in the Jordan shoes. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting watching that and, and hearing him talk through those emotions. But as far as the season, uh, you guys hit on a lot of good points. You talked about a lot of good scenarios and things like that. Uh, with Kobe's death, I'm kind of with money. I think Jordan, uh, LeBron was kind of on a, a personal mission uh, to, to, to make sure uh, L.A. came out the West um, and things like that. My concern was, was more out the East. I've, I've seen that silent killer that the Miami Heat was building. Uh, with the accusations, accusations of uh, Andre Iguodala and Hero was going to come yeah. out with his injury. Uh, Jimmy Butler's competitive nature. Uh, man, that, that Heat team was looking scary for, for, for what I believe would have been a good Eastern Conference Finals with the Bucks. So, uh, like Uncle Rick said, if, if, if uh, Giannis' knee wasn't what it, what it needs to be, I, I don't know if we would have got past that uh, that Heat team. You know, I, I wasn't looking at the Celtics or – or the Raptors. I was looking at the Heat. We we gotta we gotta watch that team. So yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so I you know if, <laughs> if, hopefully you know I would have liked to, if the Bucks would have got there. I think yeah the Bucks would have beat the beat the uh, Lakers. But I you know I was worried about that Heat team. So uh, I'm glad to hear all our takes though. That that really sums up you know uh, where we at right now. Like Uncle Rick said, why couldn't it just happen? But we got to keep the faith faith like with everything else. So yeah. But yeah, I got a question for, for everybody. So uh, real quick. Uh, so with Jordan, you know, the, the era is different between like social media and everything. Um, how do y'all think he would have handled the social media and the media of everything now that LeBron's going through? Uh, like, what do you handle that? Like the same as LeBron doing or is it would have been different for him? Like, would it have been too much, or is he be able to focus on basketball, um, on everything? Like, LeBron's, how he's handled his social media is, like, different than, than anybody. Uh, he know how to get off of it. He know how to, to, to market himself. He know how to do a lot of stuff that a lot of people just don't know how to do yet. Like, how do you think Jordan would have handled that? But Jordan was tested um, mentally and physically, and he lost his father, and he knew he was going to be that new Mr. Basketball, so to speak, in the NBA, and it became that. And he, he, and he surpassed and he elevated on each challenge, I believe. And uh, I think he would have handled it well. You know, he would have he fell back in. He was that ambassador. He would have he thought it over. I'm pretty sure he had some good people on his team, and I'm saying family and what have you, some some private people they got with him. And and he was strong, dude, strong-minded, still is. But I think he would have handled it real well. I think he really, really would have handled it well. Yeah, I have to agree with Rick. Uh, he come from a good uh, foundation, and they put some good people around him. And, uh, you know, once he uh, evaluated, he knew how to adapt. You know, once Mike set back, and I mean, whatever it took, you know, uh, back on the court, uh, business, 
once he, he evaluated it, then he, he could approach it well. So I had no problem that he would he would handle this well. I, I would have to I would have, that's a good question, Money. Uh, you know, because that's the only aspect, you know, as we look back that the players back then are not enduring that the guys now are are enduring and things like that, added to the celebrity status that they have, uh, you know, that they have as being icons and, and things like that. Uh three things that make me think Jordan would have handled this uh well, um, the social media aspect is it's like I told my dad, I hate to keep saying this throughout this podcast, but we, we did talk right after this episode, this last episode, um, is for one, when, the, when, he, when he stopped talking to the media, he went right to his buddy, Amar Rashad, and did the exclusive interview. You know, he, didn't, he knew he had a, a guy in the media who he can just go to to get that exclusive story to. So he took his two weeks to process it, and he went to Amar Rashad and said, hey, you know, get your camera. You know what I mean? So he was, he was able to process uh, his different emotions. Um, secondly, uh, Jordan, he had no problem going out on that golf course and, 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 uh, you know, whatever emotions he was going through at that time, he had just used it out there. He knew how to isolate and he knew how to get away and, uh, you know, use something else to focus on, you know, and, and, and golf was one of those things as, as well as, you know, like we said, in the weight room, getting bigger, faster, stronger, and, um, th things like that. And the third thing is, you know, when you seen him losing to the Celtics or when you seen him losing to the bad boys, you know, like he said, he shook their hands. He gave them their props, and he knew how to bounce back and get better. And I think it would have been the same thing with the media. You know, he would have knew, you know, which clickbait art articles to stay away from, which things, you know, didn't deserve his attention. And, uh, you know, he, for the most part of his career, he had his mom and his dad, as you can see, who gave him that, that foundation to say, hey, you need to get Nike a chance. You need to hear them out. Or, you know, you need to take this deal because you'll be a fool not to. And, and they gave him a lot of wisdom and things like that that I think he would have you know, handled it just as, as probably efficiently as Bron, but let's commend Bron for doing it at, at an age of 18, right out of, well, before that, 16, probably 17, and during high school and right out of high school, even right. even without, you know, a father presence. Like, hey, we, we got fathers. LeBron didn't have that, um, you know, coming out of high school, and he's doing so well. So that's that, that guy does need to be commended as well. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the thing with me. I'm like, man, you know, LeBron, you know, being 18, coming to the league, millions of dollars. Uh, you don't have no really too much guidance of, like, what's the next thing after that? Like, oh, you know, I'm 18. I got millions. I'm going to go do this, this, and that. Uh, not saying LeBron did, but, I mean, most 18s, you know, they might run through their money. They don't know how to do it. Uh, social media coming at you all different type of ways. Nowadays, they're going to ask you the, the most harsh, anything. They're going to find whatever dirt they can. Uh, like you said, I think Jordan would probably handle it good, um, depending on what all the other stuff that went on in his life. I don't know if he would handle like certain people like kept pressuring him on certain games or like or like certain trades or anything like that without it like triggered his mind during playoffs. Like you know, like that's the only thing I think about with it. But uh, I think they both would have would have been. I think Jordan would have been he would have did good during this era with the with the social media and everything though. So, and I think I think a guy that doesn't get enough credit, and he's starting to get a lot of credit just just hearing from different athletes and things like that, and it's pivotal. That's why you know what our dad's got right here. That's why that's so special is Rich Paul. You know the way he helping manage and, and mm -hmm. the way he helping you know navigate with LeBron and things like that. That's special, you know what I mean? To have yeah. that, that type of management and that type of guy in your corner. 
you know, everybody's saying I need to find my bro or I need to find my bestie. Well, for me and money, it should be, hey, I need to find average Paul out there. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that guy, that guy's definitely helped LeBron um, in so many ways, man, things like that. And, you know, I'm pretty sure LeBron would say the same thing. Rich Paul has definitely been a, a huge asset to, to not only himself, but a lot of other young guys coming up. So, you know, that's, that's right. tremendous. You know what I mean? Right, right. All right. Well, thank you guys for uh, joining in on this on this uh, episode one, starting out of uh, Listen Sun episode. Um, as we still continue on, we got another episode coming up next week. Uh, we'd like y'all to continue to watch us on, listen to us on iTunes, YouTube, uh, whatever source of um, <laughs> uh, social media that it is on. Uh, we just ask y'all to subscribe, like, share, whatever it is. Um, more stuff to come to it. Uh, we thank you guys and we love y'all. So and thank you for supporting us. Yeah, I just want you guys to make sure you look out for your moms. It's Mother's Day coming up. So happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers out there. And make sure you guys don't forget them. They're special, special women. And son, I just want you to know I love you. Yeah. And continue on your success. Pops, I love you as well. Thanks for going through this journey with me. Uncle Rick, I love you as well. And Money, I love you too. Thanks for, for doing this with uh, my dad and myself. Same here. Love you all. Happy Mother's Day too. to all the mothers. Yeah. Love you too, Pops. Love you, Mike. Love both of y'all. And, and we got something special going on. Let's keep it going. I love you.